everyone, Kitty here. Before we dive into the podcast, I wanted to give you a couple of reminders. The first is that we touch on a lot of sensitive subjects that could be possible emotional and trauma triggers for people. If there are any topics that you're sensitive to, we recommend that before you watch any of the movies or listen to our podcasts, you check the website doesthedogdie.com. Also, this podcast is not kid-friendly and not safe for work. Please listen responsibly. Finally, this podcast contains spoilers. If you're like me and don't like spoilers, please watch the movie before listening. Thank you, and happy haunting. This is Hounds of Horror with Max. What is a non-fatal murder? <laughs> Victor. No, you're no, stupid. Doesn't matter how close you live to your house. But anyway. <laughs> and Kitty. A That's lot. a lot of words for I'm trying something instead of porn. <laughs> I'm Victor. I'm Max. And I'm Kitty. And this is Hounds Horror, our weekly podcast where we talk about horror movies and our dog drops things loudly on the floor so that you all get to hear it. Get used to it. You can reach us at houndsofhorrorpod at gmail.com, but don't. You know, if you don't feel like it or whatever. (laughs) But do. But not about things that we don't care about. Yes. (laughs) And if you listen this long enough, you'll know what those things are. Or are not. Um... Most of what you'll message us about, probably. If your email says, uh, how do you think your podcast affects the current political atmosphere? And you will not get an answer. Or you might get a really long tangent from me. (laughs) (laughs) Which is worse. (laughs) Guys, I had a clever sign-on thing I was going to say today. Oh, yeah. It's too fucking late. No, here it is. Uh, We are not coming at you live from not San Francisco, so... Yes. Very clever. I thought it was very clever. (laughs) Can we say that we're coming at them undead? Like, you know, not live, but like, never mind. Unalive? Forget. Forget. (laughs) (laughs) All right, what the fuck are we doing? Like a zombie, but with two eyes, because that's the actual way you're supposed to spell it. (laughs) I thought you meant, never mind. (laughs) Oh. Like a rotted zombie with only one eye. Well, this is just normal lore that zombies lose an eye when they get infected. Eventually, probably. everybody's doing it wrong. Then I know. How are all the zombies in The Walking Dead not freaking blind by now? Yeah, I you... mean, most of them are. I think. I don't, I don't know. know about that. Maybe I mean, not. they're not even the biggest threat in the show anymore. So. No, which is equally annoying. Which but... I mean, the show's annoying, but it's like bed bugs or something now, right? I, don't know. I haven't watched. Yeah, that. bed bugs. Thought so. That's a pretty big issue in general. If you guys want to watch a great zombie show, watch Kingdom on Netflix. Oh god, it's so good. I know, and the second season is coming out in two days. People are gonna listen to this six months from now and be like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> you know Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, like the fourth season will be coming out in two years. That's about sixty firkins. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Actually, a firkin is a measure of volume. Never mind. <laughs> Is it Pascal's? Is that what I'm thinking of? Uh, oh my god, this is such a rambling intro. <laughs> so this so. week, we watched Polaroid. Like the camera. Mm-hmm. Exactly like the camera. Uh, literally, like the camera. <laughs> it had a lot to do with the camera. It did. Uh, an X... SX70. Triple X70. It's a different kind of camera. It had people in it. <laughs> Podcast over. <laughs> I don't have it pulled up. Why don't you go over the people that are in it? Now you say something. Okay. <laughs> so, 
It was starring... I should do this every time, by the by. But uh, starring Catherine Prescott, Tyler Young, Samantha Logan, Mitch Pelegi, and Javier Botet. Or Botet? I'm not sure. I think it's Botet. 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 I... It might have only been better if it was Javier Bardem. Mm-hmm. But playing his role from No Country for Old Men. Exactly. That scene of him in that gas station with that poor, poor man. I know. Oh God. <laughs> Did you see the one where he's the the social worker or whatever in The Simpsons? And they're trying to pretend like they need state funding to send Bart and Lisa to school. Sounds amazing. So they're trying to have like a crappy apartment to be like they need the money. Yeah. And he's the inspector. <laughs> and they hear someone outside the door and the lock just goes Pling, and then smacks Homer in the head. Like, <laughs> no, but this sounds amazing. I it, have to check this out. You should. Uh, so, Catherine Prescott played Bird. Uh, she was also CJ in A Dog's Journey and Katie in The Hive. Uh, we have Tyler Young playing Connor. He was Philip an Eyewitness and Matt in When We Rise. I haven't seen any of these movies, by the way. <laughs> uh, but some of them sound pretty darn cool. Samantha Logan. That's Bird's best friend in the movie, by the by. Uh, she played Casey. She was Olivia in All-American and Cassidy in Cruel Intentions. And Mitch Pelegi played Sheriff Pembroke. He was Walter Skinner on The X-Files, and a lot of you may know him as Samuel Campbell on Supernatural. The Winchester brothers' grandfather on their mother's side, whom they never met because he was brutally killed before they were born. But then they met him by going back in time by accident. And him getting thrown forward in time also. Spoilers! (laughs) I mean... Holy God, that was a lot in a very short amount of time. Yeah, it was like a weird Back to the Future thing. It you was. Know, you told me that he was in it, and I promptly forgot. And while we were watching the movie, I was like, where do I know him from? <laughs> uh, Javier Botet was the entity. Mm. And he has actually been in a lot of other things. Lot. A lot. He was the crooked man in The Conjuring 2. Uh, he was the uh, tow corpse lady from... Scary stories. Mm. What else? He was in Game of Thrones as a white. Mm. A hoot? A white. Um, That's right. So, I also want to point out that he was... Well, he was Slenderman. Um, Wait, was he the Slenderman? He was Slenderman. Oh, where did it go? He was in another movie, or maybe it was a different person. No, I'm pretty sure it was him. Where is it? I can't find it. There was a... There was another movie that one of the actors was in that was called The Girl in the Pictures that also looked like a horror movie, and I laughed a little bit. Oh, it was the actor, um, did you say Walter Skinner was his name? Uh, yeah, from X-Files? No. Well, Walter Skinner was the character. Sca- character's name. Mitch Pelegi. Mitch Pelegi was the actor. Okay, right, yeah. I just thought it was really funny that he was also in another thing about pictures that was looked a like a horror movie. movie. Yeah, um, the same. Yeah. Also, quick plug, Ugh. the Sarah, the redheaded girl from the beginning, Madeline Petch, is in CW show Riverdale. And I thought that it was weird that she had, like, this little tiny bit part in this, because she's, like, a pretty main character in Riverdale. Wow. I'm sorry, wow to what you were saying, even though I've never seen any of that stuff. And wow, that Javier Botet Lopez. <gasps> sorry. How about you silence that? <laughs> 
Give that a little silence job there. He is Spanish. Born in Cuidad Real, Spain. He's six foot six. Wow. He also played um, the title character in Mama. Who would I actually want to see? That looks like a scary movie. Uh, yeah. Slenderman, all that stuff we talked about. Uh, Tristana Medeiros in the REC film series. Oh. Hmm. I want to. He has um, some type of physical malady that makes him very tall with very long limbs and very skinny. I'm trying to figure out what that is right now. He was in one of the insidious installations. He was a xenomorph in one of the alien movies. Ooh. One of the ones we don't talk about. At age five, he was diagnosed with Marfan syndrome. Marfan. Marfan. <laughs> or Marfan, if you want to give it a little flourish. <laughs> Mighty Marfan Power Rangers. The hyperlaxity... <laughs> he is a fucking Power Ranger. He really is. Uh, the hyperlaxity of certain body tissues brought about by Botet's condition has given him extremely long and fine fingers along with a tall, thin build. And he weighs 123 pounds. Good for him for finding a a niche for his condition that worked. I'm not going to say that it's good that he has this condition, but it worked out well that he was able to find a, a, a really suitable career. I mean, he's using it to extreme advantage, which is cool. Yeah. yeah. And it's... I mean, he, he's... Hopefully he takes pride in the fact that he can do things with his body that make people so violently upset that they'll leave the theater. He was the nightmare character in Revenant. And he was also in a movie called Witching and Bitching, and I really want to see it, just because it sounds ridiculous. The title just sounds awesome. It does. It sounds like witches that invade a sorority. So I thought that you misspoke whenever you said that he was the title character in Mama, but he was also the title character in a movie called Mara, which is also a horror movie. Wait, did we not do... Oh, I saw Mara! That is was it, a scary It's in another movie. language, isn't it? No, I don't believe so. Interesting. Um, but I could see oh. him being the Mara. The Mara, okay. Yeah. I, I watch... Like, I go through Netflix and watch all the bad horror films, and that one actually wasn't too bad. That was pretty yeah. scary. Call, we should call it, like, Panning for Gold or Sifting for Teeth or something creepy. Sifting for Teeth. Sifting for Teeth. That would be a good name for a band. <laughs> sure would be. Made entirely of dentists. <laughs> <laughs> All playing dentistry equipment. No musical abilities <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> uh, let me make sure I did, in fact. Uh, yes, I did see that movie. It was pretty good. I think we did, too. Criminal psychologist Kate Fuller is assigned to the murder of a man who has seemingly been strangled in his sleep by his wife and the only witness is their eight-year-old daughter, Sophie. Uh, um, that sounds familiar. It sounds really familiar, but we've been yeah, a like, couple like that. As you fall asleep, every time you fall asleep, the symptoms of this curse get worse and worse until the Mara kills you. Oh, and it's like yeah, and the one guy's like, uh, he's got like a, a generator in his house, and he for some reason kicked off his own electricity. Is <laughs> yeah, he's been awake for like twelve years or something. Okay, yeah, some ridiculous. <laughs> I vaguely remember this now. Yeah. Uh, um, they think that they kill it, and anyway, doesn't matter. So Kate from that movie is played by Olga Kurylenko. 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 That's a pretty cool name. I really. She was the girl from Hitman. Which one? The prostitute that he like kidnaps to help him. The female across from Timothy Oliphant in the movie. Okay. Okay. No. Okay. I remember. It took me a second to remember. He's walking down the street to kill her. 
Because she witnessed him, but she looks at him and doesn't recognize him at all. And he's like, wait a minute. That's her. She witnessed him. I imagine her pulling out a Bible. <laughs> uh, that is wasted words on the hitman. You know but, she's uh, just witnessing to him. Okay. Are we done rambling I, for well, 15 minutes? I am getting slightly back on track after a very long hiatus. And the closest phobia that I could find to having a picture taken is called... Skepophobia. Skepophobia. Catoptrophobia. Catoptrophobia, yes. Cleptophobia. <laughs> Those are all good ones. But this one is Skepophobia, and it is the fear of being looked at, and can also manifest in people not wanting their picture taken because then they don't have control over their image being looked at, and it makes them feel uncomfortable and very, very anxious. Max has that. Skepophobia? Skepophobia. I do have that. <laughs> I do not like being observed or photographed. <laughs> so there's that one for like, you guys. When I pull into a parking lot at a gas station and somebody's in their car and like they just look over and are staring at me, it grates on my nerves. Mm-hmm. What are you looking at? Like, okay. So and I assure you, there is nothing remarkable about my appearance to warrant that. So I don't think that's true. I, I well, nobody cares what you think. So. I was going to say that you're strikingly handsome, but if nobody cares, then oh. <laughs> I guess nobody cares. Well, I appreciate that. Um, so okay. the movie starts with an irrelevant stinger. Irrelevant stinger? Yeah. like how, how is it irrelevant? Because it has nothing to do with any of the characters past or present that are portrayed for the rest of the movie. Well, that's true, I guess. It's annoying. Yeah, it's not really... Just kind of a setup. There's our dog flapping his machine gun ears. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I wish I had machine gun ears. <laughs> oh, no. I would never... Never stop flapping them? Exactly. <laughs> this podcast would be very I different. would walk into, like, a quiet place and they just be like... <laughs> um, so the only note that I had for the beginning of the movie was that I thought it was a creepy start, but it was a dumb setup for her to take that picture. Like, I just felt like it was a stupid, like, unnecessary extra bullshit to take that picture. Like, just have her friend be like, hey, and, like, snap the picture before she even says anything. Just have her be like, and, like, that's it. But instead they go through this whole thing about her sending, like, salacious pictures to possibly her boyfriend, possibly just, like, Snapchat or whatever, and then there's she's like, take a picture of me. Like, I want to send him a picture that, like, it's one of a kind. (laughs) Like, it's the only one that exists. As though you couldn't just take a picture of the picture with your phone. Right. Like, it will be the only one that exists for exactly five seconds. Yes. Yep. Before it's plastered all over the internet. Uh... But, I mean, I get the sentiment. It's just, it was a stupid setup. Like, it, I just felt it was unnecessary. But, yeah, it was a I pretty mean, start. I don't know. I guess they were trying to make things relatable to teenagers because this felt like a teenage horror to me. A like, little bit. At times. Except, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what it was supposed to be. But Catherine Prescott is 28 years old. Yeah, I mean, they're they're all way older than teenage age, but they do that in everything. Like You mean the kids in Dawson's Creek weren't actually going to high school? <laughs> they were like 26. <laughs> <laughs> Scandal. Uh, do they spend a lot of time staring at lakes trying to figure out their stupid hormonal emotions? I, I think so. I've never okay. seen it. Hmm. Well, I, I don't remember when exactly this happened, but I like when they take shots of the moon. Okay. That is a good additive to any horror movie because the moon is kind of... You were talking about Dawson's Creek still? (laughs) No. I was like, did you just see one scene from Dawson's Creek where they took a picture of the moon? The only thing I've seen from Dawson's Creek was when Family Guy made fun of it for three seconds. That's it. 
<laughs> was that Dawson's Creek? Yeah, it was Dawson's Creek. I think so. Um, but yeah, I like when they show the moon because it's very mysterious. It is. It's it's kind of like the silent night witness to everything that goes on, except when it's cloudy. But yeah. night witness would be it was a cool not last night. Band. <laughs> that would be great. Also an X Men, but ooh yeah. So yeah, I will admit that it was a pretty creepy start. I liked it. It pulled me in. Like I said, the the thing about the picture was dumb, but I did like the start. So the next note that I have is she needs to stop taking pictures of people without their permission because it's super creepy. <laughs> yeah, because she starts that before she even has the Polaroid. Yeah. Yeah, she takes pictures of Connor. 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 And he notices. And some random father and his kid. Oh, yeah, that was super fucking On a street corner. I forgot about that. Like, fuck off. (laughs) But, okay, my next note was actually, the noises the thing makes are scary. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, the the entity growls. Yeah, Yeah, it's like... (gasps) Yeah. The weird, like, wheezy suffering thing it's doing. Yeah, Yeah. it is creepy. Um, yes. It sounds like something from Dead Space. Yeah. Like those wheezy lung things that spew out the... Poisonous vapors. Yes, I agree. The pa- papers. <laughs> the, yeah. <laughs> um, and then my next one after that is I love Bird. <laughs> yeah. Like she's the nerdy, shy girl, but she's super cute and like I don't know. <laughs> also, I would fucking love to work in an antique shop. That sounds awesome. I would be really good at taking things apart, not necessarily putting them back together in a working order, but I'd enjoy taking them apart, because I like that. It is a lot of fun taking stuff apart. It is. And sometimes I put it back together, and it works where it didn't when I took it apart, but that that doesn't often happen. Like, if she was taking my picture, I'd be agitated, because I don't like that, but at the same time, I'd be like, hey, you want to stalk me some more? Which is basically what Connor did. Well, yeah, (laughs) but he was a little creepier about it. Where he was like, "What if I just stare at you with this mask on from across the room?" Yeah, (laughs) and then I slowly get closer without saying anything to you. Well, I guess he just stalked her back. Like she was creepy first. Yeah. (laughs) Um, How can I out creep the creep? Yeah. (laughs) But before that, (laughs) uh, um, antique store guy, Tyler. Tyler, Tyler, that's right. Um, There's a very, very finite amount of people that I've ever met. Who aren't named Tyler. And there's a very <laughs> large amount of people portrayed in movies, video games, books, who are named Tyler who are assholes. So it's refreshing occasionally to see someone named Tyler who isn't a complete prick. Just putting that out there. Live Tyler. Why why do you why do you care so much? Reasons. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say Victor really should have no reason to care about that at all. First guy I ever dated with named Tyler. <laughs> that was the name of my ex-wife. <laughs> what is happening right now? <laughs> oh, uh, it's okay. always fun out here in Seattle. Mm-hmm. But Tyler gives her the Polaroid as a gift. Mm-hmm. And she's like, ooh, and on over it. Like, that's oh, so cool. And then he tries to kiss her. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't work out. Nope. And I'm not sure if it's just because she's shy or she just wasn't into that. Yeah. She was into Connor. She so. wasn't into this beautiful man. He was exquisitely built. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with a smile worth like a million bucks. <laughs> Who was very sensitive and nice and yeah. bought her a gift. He was, like, he wasn't creepy. Like, but, you know, he 
You don't have to kiss somebody just because they bought you a gift. Well, no, not that's not at all what we're saying. <laughs> but it just didn't work out for him. He just he misread the signals, thought he was being super cool, and you know, in a perfect world, that's not a terrible way to show somebody you like them. Just maybe ask them if you can kiss them instead of just going in for it. Maybe you'll you'll save yourself a little bit of face. I've been made fun of that for that before. So not asking or asking asking. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's hard. It's hard either way. I'm sorry. Don't take relationship advice from any of us. We're all terrible. I'm sorry. Forget what I said. We're all just terrible. If you like someone, throw a rock at him. I guess. <laughs> Paint blood on their front door and <laughs> do something festive. Yeah. Yeah. Take pictures of them from far away. Give them a dead bird <laughs> and then mail them to them and <laughs> just. Make, font is everything when you send those kinds of letters. You want to make sure you, graphic sans is what you want to choose, and just say I'm watching you. I can't stop watching you. Can't take my eyes off you. We have like a creeper train because she's like creeping on Connor, and then Tyler's kind of creeping on her. Like, oh, uh, he doesn't really creep on her. Like, he's not like filming her, or taking pictures of her, or like watching her at a party, like anybody else in the movie. Yeah, he good. is technically her employer, though. Wrong, is he right? though? I thought that his dad was. I, yeah, so, I just assumed it was his dad, and he was okay. also an employee. So he's like her her co-worker. I was going to say co-employee, and then I remember that there's a word for that, and it's co-worker. <laughs> so, and it's not co-employee. It's Your not associate employee contemporaries? <laughs> yes. My equals. <laughs> um, equals. <laughs> my next note is about the party. I don't know about you guys. Uh, no. Uh, my next mental note is about the dog. He starts growling at the camera, and I got real pissed off for about 30 seconds until I realized that they weren't going to kill the dog. Yeah, it's always, like, it's, you wonder how how strict the lore for this creature is going to be, like, its own rules. Is it going to kill a dog, or is it going to be like, oh, like, oh my god, she took a picture of the dog, now i got to kill the dog. Like, god, like, like super <laughs> bored and, like, fucking stupid rules. Is he Napoleon Dynamite now? Apparently. <laughs> you want to kill the dog? God! Oh. <laughs> Bird, you fat lard. (laughs) (laughs) Although, if I heard that noise, Napoleon Dynamite just started floating towards me, I'd probably be kind of freaked out, too. I might crap my pants. (laughs) (laughs) Aims a a badly aimed kick at you. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Happy hands away. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My next note is the curse acts very quickly. Which must be at the party. No, oh no! It was, the, when, it was with Tyler. Yeah. So yeah, it does. It's like it takes a couple of hours, but yet the first person it took like an hour. It seemed like the, the very first girl that we see get murdered. Like it's no t- redhead girl was like, well, she had time to minutes. change. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was like it was short. But then Tyler, it seems like it's what at least a couple hours. Well, and that's so, we it, we kind of have this conversation a little bit. It's opportunistic. It waits until the, there's like darkness and no heat. True. It's true. Darkness and no heat. That sounds like uh, Seattle. And less people. Yes. Because it could have cut the power at the party. It could have. It absolutely could have. Could it have, though? Oh, I guess it could have. But it didn't. I think just because everybody was there. Like any horror movie, it gets stronger as the movie goes on because the writers need it to. It doesn't. It does. It doesn't do anything different. It doesn't kill the power in the beginning of the movie. It It doesn't physically grab people and pull them around. It killed the power in the beginning of the movie. It absolutely did. It, 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 it. Cut the power at the redheaded girl's house, <laughs> and then stopped her from falling and drug her back up into the attic. At first, I thought it was going to be a good thing, like it was like her mom or some kind of spirit that was going to stop her. And I was like, "Oh!" And then she was like, "And I was like, oh, that's not.'" <laughs> I am rebutting your points right now. Sorry, I was hoping, and I, I distra- wish you would admit that I'm right. I was trying to distract you, actually. <laughs> and then 
Well, the power was already off in the antique shop, but... It, it, like, fucked with things in there. No, you're right. You're right. It it does. It does show its powerfulness in the beginning of the movie. You're Mm -hmm. right. The video, or the, the pictures that he was, like, flipping through in the projector... The one picture made me kind of uncomfortable because it looked like a dead child being held by somebody. They were, they were creepy like, dolls. What yeah. is happening right now? I don't remember that. I did like the shadow stuff they were doing. Like it was there and then it wasn't, and it was like slowly increasing and moving. Like that stuff was pretty creepy. It kind of looked like, <clears throat> like I don't know. Put me in mind of the aliens from Signs. Kinda. Like, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, I didn't mean to yawn and pretend like I'm not interested in this at all, but. Because <laughs> um, I am. <laughs> I just want to point that out. So I think that it's being an introvert myself. I know that my um, my confidence might belie something different, but I am very much an introvert and have spent many a night at parties where I didn't feel super comfortable. And I will say that this has not happened to me. But if you pull your introverted friend out to a party with you, don't say to them. Don't just sit creepily in a corner on your own. Fucking stay with them so that they are not on their own feeling weird and left out and, like, not comfortable with the situation. But that makes it hard for their crush to morph in. I guess. But my point is, don't be like her friend. Don't pull someone out to a party and, like, nag them to go to a party and also bring clothes for them to go to a party so that they have no excuse and then be like, whatever, just don't be yourself. And then leave. <laughs> Bail on them entirely. Yeah. Don't be your normal and comfortable self in these situations. <laughs> oh, and she got the death card. Yeah. Yeah, she did. Ooh, foreshadowing. For tarot. Well, I don't know, because What's-Her-Face from What's the Show was doing that all the time. <laughs> uh, Penny Dreadful. Oh. Mm-hmm. And she made it seem kind of cool, so I don't know, maybe... Mm. I have a deck, I'll do a reading for you. Huh? Maybe we'll we'll record a separate session of Kitty doing a reading for Max here and available only on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> What's the lamest card in the tarot deck? Uh, I, you know, I don't think that there are any lame ones. This is probably that... the one that I would get repeatedly, even though there's only mm-hmm. one. <laughs> oh, see, I was thinking literal, and you would be like the lame horse, and it would literally be a horse that was lame, <laughs> <laughs> like a horse that never left its house and didn't do anything. <laughs> And there was seven copies of it in the deck for one reason or another. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So my next only note, um, I only had a couple for this movie. My next only note. <laughs> my, next only note. <laughs> my next note was that when she takes a picture of, of uh, the group of people, I was like, man, this would have made a really cool weapon in a war. Like, I would have sat on the top of, of, I don't know, a rampart or some large retaining wall and just angled it up perfectly to get as many people in the shot as I could and just snap that picture and then just hid. Victor, I'm stealing that. (laughs) Okay. And I'm going to write a book about it. And you see this just large shadow over top this hundreds of people you managed to snap in that picture. You could could probably, if you were quick about it, you could probably take a picture of probably at least two thirds of an army. And then run away. I think we're going to say at least two people. <laughs> at least two people. What country in the world keeps two-thirds of their army in the same spot? I'm thinking more... Okay, so, for example, I had this argument with you about... <laughs> so, in 1964... No. <laughs> um, in um, The Mummy, when they're all running across the desert like that. Now, that's not a very... 
tactically strategic move nowadays with you know more guns and stuff, but hmm, something like that when people are running it, you take a picture of them, then you run away. Bada boom, you're done. <laughs> okay. And then I guess you got to give it like at least four or five hours per person, and say you get like fifty to sixty people per picture, and you take multiple pictures, and it's got to kill all the people from the first picture to move to the second one. Yeah, so you're gonna wait a while. So this isn't a really effective strategy. But... I'm going to go ahead and stop you there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you would have stopped him earlier. <laughs> I like thinking outside of the Polaroid. I'm in the box. <laughs> um, so, uh, oh, I guess we should point out, Bird takes a picture of Connor, Pretty Boy, and Pretty Boy's girlfriend, Pretty Girl. And Casey photobombs. And Casey photobombs it. With the Polaroid, it's like a, you know, a group picture. And then Avery's like, well, so there's a camera. And then she takes her own picture with it. And then the party breaks up. Because they found Tyler dead. The police the showed up and she's like, you gotta be fucking hitting me. <laughs> yeah. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Oh my god, the police are at my house. Oh god. <laughs> and they're there for Bird, for one reason or another, who probably didn't tell anybody where she was going, but... Maybe they just came to tell her that her name is the word. <laughs> The bird is the word. It sounds like you could make a religion out of that song. The bird is the word. Everyone's talking about the bird. And yea, I said unto him, thy word is the bird. Well, now we know what we're doing the rest of our lives. I know. Starting the cult of the bird. What bird in particular will be our, our logo? The bird. And everyone will see it differently. It'll be like some kind of a spirit walk. Like the Agosian. They'll come back and they'll see a grouse. And we'll be like, that means you are disloyal. <laughs> so, yeah, they talk to her about Tyler. And then the sheriff gets all creepy and is like, I was there the night your dad died. Yeah, bring, <laughs> why the fuck would you bring that Let's up? Let's bring that up out of the blue. <laughs> so I'm sorry you suffered this trauma tonight. But I was also there the last time you suffered trauma. Good job. People around me have a tendency to die. I'm good uh, at my job. <laughs> I've only had 20 dozen murders since I took <laughs> Um uh, The entity kills Avery then. Yes. Gives, gives herself a swift bop across the bonds, trying to run out of her house. She does. Gives it to herself. Yes. And it's all like, whong. <laughs> and it outens the lights <laughs> and then grabs her bodily and breaks her neck. Why? Yes. Do her parents have random skeletons in their house? I think that she did that Halloween, for a Halloween it? party. Oh, okay. She missed Halloween. Yes. So and she... so she was, like, I don't know how she missed it, but yeah. she she wasn't there for it for some reason, so she was having a Halloween party. That's right. Also, yes. I'd like to point out her name is Avery. I actually really enjoyed the, um, I don't know what you'd call it in horror movies, the attempts to convince her friends that she's done something terrible and they're all going to die scene. Because she's all like, guys, 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 like, this terrible thing happened and, uh, okay, so I guess she actually goes back and gets the camera first from the evidence room? Or no, she has it. She has it. So and no. the she throws it across yeah, the room yeah, no, and it, like... <laughs> uses fucking thunderclap. <laughs> yeah. It forces her backwards. Yeah, uh, she's lucky her items didn't break. Yeah, seriously. Her items? It's a D&D joke. D&D joke. joke. Oh. Thunderclap is a chance to break items. Never mind. Nerd! <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, my next note was actually the photo burning scene was cool. It was cool. Like, her friends are all like, that's fucking stupid. And act like typical friends in typical movies. Or they play the husband character that's usually... Or the same. wife character. Or the wife character. It's usually gaslighting. Whatever. The, the other opposite sex in the relationship. Or their partner in the relationship. We've, we've seen that too. And they're all like, whatever, let's just burn the thing. And then she's like, guys? And I was like, whoa, she's a human torch. Oh no, I see what's happening. I, th- I thought that the camera caught on fire at first because of the way that the... Um... Oh, I thought you meant the camera that's filming the movie. No. <laughs> no, the Polaroid. The way that the, the shot was framed, it looked like the camera was smoking. And I was like, oh, that was easy. <laughs> just burning well, a picture from the camera burns the camera. It's fine. They frequently make it look like the Polaroid is watching what's going on. Yes. Yes. Um, like the eye of Sauron is inside of, of it. Like, yeah. Lidless. <laughs> Breathe in flame. Uh, <laughs> I miss Christopher Lee. Yes. I miss Christopher Lee. Yeah. One of the most metal individuals to... Even though I couldn't remember his last name. <laughs> it's not even... It's three letters. <laughs> I frequently don't know the names of people, but I love them anyway. Like... Yeah. As soon as you don't have to spend time with them. Well... <laughs> I would have spent. I don't play well with others, so. so much time with Christopher Lee if he would have gotten back to me in any one of my letters or emails. Uh, Moving on. <laughs> well, speaking of so, creepers, yeah, the the photo burning scene was where that the movie like really got my attention. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that was cool, because what it singes Katie's or Casey's tips, fingertips, <laughs> Casey's hair tips, hair tips, and. Burns what's her face's whole arm. Yeah, and that's how she ends up in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And handsome face is like, "This is your full bird. This really feathers my hair. Yeah, it I'm grinds my gears. Mad. It gets my goat." <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Devin, I think his name was. And I said, "Don't blame Bird. It's not her fault." But Maybe. of course, I mean, self-deprecating and all, she took it on as being her fault. Well, yes. yes. So I want to know: Did the cops show up whenever the she caught fire? And who explained and how? To what like, and when? I just imagine all the students like talking to cops and reporters, like, "Yeah, like she was just sitting there, and all of a sudden her arm was on fire." That's like, the other thing. It happened in the middle of the cafeteria. <laughs> I imagine like the AP kids, students, <laughs> like the nerd that everyone makes fun of, coming in and being like, "Spontaneous combustion," as he pushes <laughs> his glasses back up. <laughs> does exist but yeah fucking cool scene like cool idea i liked it i I liked like i said this that there's that scene where they try to convince their friends that this thing is real and they're all like no it's not and then they die until like two are left and then they're all convinced but now it's like nope they all believe it now immediately yeah yeah that was kind of cool and then they split the party and they split the party split the party where did casey go casey was at the hospital was she yeah, because oh, they wanted to look at her oh, after right. they were done setting up a friend because they only have one doctor and one nurse on staff at the hospital. Apparently. And one hotel room. Or hotel room. <laughs> hotel room. <laughs> one hotel room in the town. We're out of room in the hospital because we only have one, so we have to rent you a room. Can you just sit in the lobby for a while? Yeah. Uh, and they go I mean, that's to... basically what my hometown hospital's like. So. <laughs> Illinois, Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> one of them, one of the two remaining group that isn't tied down to something, decides 
that they're going to go and get the box the camera came in and any other information they can about the camera. Pretty smart move, actually. So they go in, and he's all like, you're not in the picture, so you're safe. Like, be careful. And she's all like, okay, I'll go in and sneak in the back, which she's really good at. Like, she goes to the back, pops two pins off of a grate, and then she's able to get in. Like, is this not the first time she's done that? (laughs) And also, like, the grate goes directly into a giant-ass hallway. I know. (laughs) Like, that's not a very efficient cooling system or heating system. (laughs) I don't understand that at all. So she pops this off and goes inside, and he's like... I thought he was going to get hit by jet engine because I didn't quite understand the the powers of this creature yet. So you <laughs> jet hear, engine? Yeah, you hear it going, Mee. it's like the camera's getting ready to flash and it like slowly zooming out from the top of the car and I expected you to hear like an engine go by and like see <laughs> a meteor. <laughs> Something crazy. But no, it was just him going, <gasps> and then some startling realization. She goes in and gets confronted by the entity with its... The blood left over from Tyler. I was going to yeah. pronounce that very inappropriately, but I don't think I will because it's okay. in bad taste. That's fine. I know, I know. It's very easy to do, though. It is, um, just with a, a little emphasis on a couple of letters. So, maybe you should do it. <laughs> um, I won't make you. <laughs> Thank uh, you, because I would have had to. How you, kind of you! you <laughs> I'm a nice person. So yeah, she realizes that, like at first. The light thing, like, I thought it was the light. It goes to reach around the... um... (laughs) Give her a reach around. (laughs) Oh, God. I knew you'd do that, too. Stop. (laughs) Well, uh, she um, bangs her melon on the radiator. And opens up the steam valve. Yeah, and it's all like, I'm gonna get you. And then it touches the steam, and it's like, oh, no, I'm not. Is that the noise it makes? No. It's more like... I like my noise better. <laughs> it just sounds like someone who's really uninterested in the question you asked. Uh, huh? Sounds uh, like Tina from Bob's Burgers. <laughs> Very uh, different movie. <laughs> Not even a movie, but... <laughs> so this thing... They like, should make a Bob's Burgers movie. Oh it would God. be amazing. It would be the end of the show, though. It always is with cartoons. Simpsons. Uh, I mean, it's kind of... It yeah. kind of went downhill. Yeah, it did. Good, good episodes. So this thing it recoils from the heat. Futurama. I guess. I'm sorry, I have to interject again. Futurama. There was a movie. Multiple. There's four. Oh. Right in the middle of like, they did four seasons, I think, and then were canceled by Fox, I think. And mm. then they made four movies in the interim, and then Comedy Central picked it up, and they made like two more seasons. No, like four or five or six more seasons. Wow, I was way off. No, 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 no. Four, four more seasons. Was it four? Mm-hmm. Four. Could it have been six? I don't know. Okay. A we'll lot. Go with, we'll go with four. A baker's <laughs> dozen of seasons. That's 13. Yep. What? Why is it called a dozen then? It's a baker's, well, baker's dozen. dozen. They, they throw an extra in there for you. Because bakers are jolly people. I mean, I appreciate that, but also like call it something else then. It's a baker's dozen. That's not right though. That, it's, it's not wrong. It's literally what it's called. <laughs> it's just, it doesn't... If you order a baker's dozen of donuts, you'll get 13. Well, I guess now I'll know, and or well, I guess you just order a dozen, and the baker, if he's nice, will give you a baker's dozen, which is thirteen. But you can order a baker's dozen, but you have to pay for them. <laughs> <laughs> but then it's not a true baker's dozen. So you're saying you, you should go in and be like, "Give me a dozen wink donuts, wink, <laughs> unwink. <laughs> give me a you dozen bacon." What? what? You just... <laughs> I have to pee in the dogs on my lap. Oh my god. Uh... Just pee on him. Just yeah, he'd do it to you. 
so yeah, it's like displaced by the steam. I thought it was the light, which to me made sense because like photographs and light, I'm not super great about. Either makes sense, really. I mean, I didn't know that at the time. So this movie taught me something about photography. Apparently, heat also fucks up photos mm-hmm. or the photography process, mm-hmm. along with light. I knew mm-hmm. about light, but um, yeah. So mm-hmm. we find that out, and she comes out, and he's all like, "Your picture, it's <laughs> it's here." And I even stopped the frame, and I was like. Huh? <laughs> Looked really close. Maybe it is. She didn't understand why it was coming after her, and he's like, "You're in the picture." Does that count though? Like to a ghost, it does. It's a reflection in a mirror. Also, too bad it wasn't the mirror from oh, whatever yeah. director Kitty's always got a heart. It on was for. a window, by the way. Yeah, it was a window. A window. It could have still been the mirror outside. <laughs> Mike Flanagan. <laughs> <sighs> what would happen if you use this camera to take a picture of that mirror? Did the universe blow up? <laughs> Would they just haunt each other forever? <laughs> Here's a question, too. Does it have to be a picture of your face, or could it just be, like, a picture of your hand or something? Mm. Like, if your elbow was accidentally in somebody's picture, would you get haunted? Just your elbow. Just your elbow. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, her fingers were in that one picture, but... It's true. It did affect her fingers, so maybe that's all it takes. I don't know. Her finger. I think it was just her pinky. It, it was her pinky and ring. All right, so her We're fingers. We're both doing the same thing. We're both wiggling our fingers. In These my face. ones, Victor. In my face. <laughs> also, Max, your fingers smell very nice. Oh, thank you. They smell like whatever soap we have in the bathroom. So they're racing back to the hospital trying to warn Devin and... Uh, uh, Devin's girlfriend. I can't remember her name for the life of me, and I don't know why. And you're much better either. at that than I am. Uh... Was it like Nadine or something? Maybe. Yeah. But it doesn't matter because she was killed promptly. But first they have a misdirect. They're all like, oh, he's going to walk into this room and he's going to get murdered. And she's like looking around the room and trying to warn him or something. And then opens the curtain and it's all like, it gets her. I sort of called it though because I was like, there's going to be a nurse in there and it's like going to scare me. I was scared Mm -hmm. that there was going to be a jump scare. Well, the nurse is scary. Yeah, so it gets her, and then Devin's all upset because it killed his girlfriend. But not as upset as I would have expected. Like, he's not irate or, like, broken down. He's mad. Like, he's just like, oh, like, you did this, and she wouldn't have killed herself. And, like, he just, I don't know, he didn't seem as, as like, distraught as I would have thought he would have been. It, well. Her name was Mina. Mina. <clears throat> but then they're fighting at a diner that looks like it's closed. It does. Yeah. And well, there were a couple of people in there, though, because they were, like, giving them dirty looks because they were getting, like... It was just a waitress. Yeah, the lighting was really terrible. Like, what are you kids talking about? Like, it looked like the kind of place that you go to sell drugs while it's open because it's so dark no one can see anything. Like, well, I won't say because I don't want to get sued. <laughs> Mine's better. But oh, yours is better. Look, it's thicker. It is thicker. It's wider, uh, too. <laughs> That's... Okay. So we're going to cut that out, too. Three-dimensional... <laughs> Yeah, usually I think of like... I want everybody to know that Victor said that mine's thicker and wider. And wider. <laughs> I admitted that. You'll never know what. So just... We'll leave that up to your imagination. <laughs> um, so, they figured out that the camera was a crime scene evidence thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they did. They did figure out I that I wanted to be a detective. A fish, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're fighting over it. Again. And Devin accidentally gets his picture taken by it. 
just him. By himself. And the shadow moves to his picture, and he's like, I'm not going to be next. It's not going to be me. And then he tries to take a picture of uh, Bird, and Casey stabs his picture with a pencil right through his hand and makes him drop the camera. Good thing it wasn't where he has blood, though. His hand hole wasn't bleeding. At all. No. <laughs> they didn't show hardly any blood at no. all in this movie. It was really all. frustrating for me. So that kind of supports your teen movie a little bit. Your teen horror movie. Then Devin's getting all just freaking wound up. Like, he can't calm the calm the heck down for one reason or another. Can you? And somebody... Now, I, I don't know what the cop was thinking. Yeah. He just walks up and grabs him from behind, trying to calm him down. And, of course, Devin wheels around and backhands him. So, Devin's going to prison. Straight to jail. Straight to jail. (laughs) And they make a good point, and then they just ignore it, because Connor's like, dude, come on, like, his girlfriend just died, like... Was murdered. All of this crazy shit is happening, and the cop's like, still can't assault a cop. And, like... (laughs) Can't no have that in my guys. In the world, would I feel like I feel like most cops would be relatively like I don't know lenient. Yeah, about a teenager who just lost two of his friends and his girlfriend in like forty-eight hours. I don't know. Maybe when you gently backhand a cop, there's consequences. But the other thing you have to think about is that could have been anybody that he smacked. It could have been. And it's not right for him to do that. Like, who's so grief-stricken you just start hauling off and smacking people? I mean, everybody handles things differently. (laughs) I guess. Who did I hit? (laughs) Isn't that, like, the first stage of grief is anger? No, denial. And then anger. Like, it's like... (laughs) You also wanted to be a therapist. I did, yeah. Um, Isn't, like, the first stage, like, anger and, you know, yogurt or something? I wanted to be an astronaut, but that didn't work out. I wanted to be a dinosaur, and that's I'm still getting there. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I don't know. But <clears throat> if I had been that cop, I would have been like, eh, watch it. Yeah, I, I would have been... You're going to spend a, a night in the, the cooler, the, the big house, and that's what they call it, and then you can go home. The clink. you gotta got to cool your heels. <laughs> he's in there for 0.5 seconds, and he's like, I'm so sorry. Maybe, <laughs> maybe this will give you a chance to get away. And then he dies. Yes. Yeah, then he I guess... He gets Terminator 2 arm knife stabbed. <laughs> he does. <laughs> By this thing that can, I guess... Did, did pictures do that? Can they form themselves into sharp objects? I don't think to so. To suit the need of the user? <laughs> okay. So they had figured out at this point already, like, kind of what was going on. Or so they thought. Um, there was a newspaper article about how this girl, Rebecca had been bullied by these people because they took her... And they took her picture while she was, like, partially nude and then, like, passed them around the school and then she killed herself and then her dad went insane and killed everybody. And supposedly her dad was the guy in the camera. That was the first story that we got. Kitty is fast-forwarding to the end of the movie. No, that was the Um, first story that we got. Technically, it wasn't. The first story was that he was a serial killer. They read that in the paper. Okay, yeah. 
But also, I just want to mention that we should make a trope board, and one of the tropes is going to be the intrepid young teens who figure out the mystery by searching through old archives. Yeah. I would have gotten away with it, too, if it wasn't for you dumb kids and your weird camera. <laughs> and the archives. And the archives, and everything else that you use. <laughs> and your obsession going in dark places, even though you know that's dangerous. And your need to continue living. <laughs> that's all I could think of the entire time they were walking through the weird, like, structure or the the shelving units that were holding the the um records it's like that's a really dark place aren't you guys supposed to be avoiding the dark like whatever hold the dark Mm. okay so they got the story Mm. that he was the serial killer yes from the paper Mm -hmm. and then they went and talked to the woman and that was where they were at i think whenever Devin died uh yes and then she's all like those kids done took pictures of my daughter when she wasn't properly dressed and she hung herself and my husband went crazy and killed them kids except for the one Except for the one. It's just the one kid, actually. Just the one kid, actually. Um, and then he got shot by the cops. Yeah, the cops shot him to death with the Polaroid in his hand. Yep. Into a vat of um, developing juice. fluid. <laughs> yes. Juice. That's what paints the pictures. Which, I mean, you don't need if you're taking pictures with a Polaroid. Right. <laughs> but he, he was the photography teacher, art teacher. He was. Something. He was the photography teacher at school, but... Just wanted to point that out. Um, I mean, there's still people who darkroom shit. It's kind of like people who like to listen to records because it's better quality. I, it depends on how bad the shit is. Sometimes you darkroom shit. <laughs> <laughs> One of my friends actually has a used to have a darkroom set up in her basement. Um, That's so interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is darkroom fluid? I don't know. Processing fluid. I don't know what darkroom fluid is. Honestly, I think don't it's remember blood. what it was. Mm-hmm. Mixed with. Panda tears. Rhino penis. There's like two different things that you have to use. You have to use a wash and then you have to use a developer and then you have to use like vats of water in between. Or you make a camera that squeezes the juice into the picture as it rolls the thing out. And... Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so the lady tells them the story and then they figure out who the kid is that escaped. <gasps> it's Sheriff, not Sheriff Campbell. Pembroke? Sheriff Pembroke. Bum bum bum. Yeah, yeah, he got away. Which I... How many of us called that? Show of hands. Uh, I think I did. Vic did call it. And Max also was there. <laughs> but um, <laughs> Yeah, so... Is this when they go back to the school now? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the sheriff's like, uh, I told you guys not to do stuff, and you did stuff. <laughs> now you're in trouble. And Bird's like, you're the one that got away. The, that's why he's killing everybody and then she goes to take his picture and he's like get that out of my face and she snaps his picture quick and he's like nah listen of course that crazy old bat would make up any story if you look up the history Rebecca killed herself after the murders because her father was the one taking those pictures and she couldn't handle the guilt and he killed all of my friends to keep us quiet and fortunately I got away and they're like oh snap he's telling the truth Oh, snap. We already snapped his snap. Yep. Now he's going to get snapped. And this is my favorite. Go ahead, Kitty. Well, no. Go ahead. You said it was your favorite. Well, my favorite death scene in the movie, because it takes on a different characteristic. The the thing is clearly pleased that his picture has been taken. Mm. And it picks up the Polaroid from the floor, the entity, and slowly starts ripping it in half. And I'm sure I don't need to tell you what happened to the sheriff. Except what didn't happen to the sheriff is that he didn't explode into a bunch of blood. It was a very 
clean rip right down the middle, and apparently all of his blood stopped before that happened. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so that made it my least favorite death in the movie. Really? <laughs> I was so annoyed. It was pretty creative. It was. It I was. will give it that. Like I liked, I liked the way that they used that. And as soon as it picked it up, I was like, oh, this isn't going to go well for you. And I didn't quite expect what was going to happen. Then they play cat and mouse for a while in the school. Yeah. yeah. She takes a picture of herself. A little C&M. Well, it's going to kill Colin, Connor. And she's like, no. And so she snaps a picture of herself. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because it steals him. And because it follows its rules very strictly, it's like, oh, fuck, I guess I'm not interested in you anymore. I gotta go deal with her and I'll be back for you. And he's all like, what? Who's coming? Yeah. Somehow and then he knows. she hides Casey in the steam of the showers. Steam of the showers. Shortly before that. Yeah, that's... Sounds um, like a pee joke. <laughs> <laughs> and then she hides in... The basement, I the guess? The development room. Yeah, she goes oh, to the picture okay. development room. Um, and she takes a picture of the entity, and Vic was hella annoyed about this part. I was Why? like... <laughs> okay, so one of the most... One of the worst episodes of Supernatural, in my opinion, and Max is going to flip out, is the Bloody Mary episode. Your least favorite? One of my least favorite episodes. I thought that was one of your favorites. Because... I'm flipping out! <laughs> they... Imagine, if we had been watching Oculus, and they decide, I know how to defeat the mirror, and they bring in another mirror of roughly the same size and just point it at it, and then it haunts itself. We actually had a whole conversation about this while we did because the Oculus thing. it would be stupid thing. and funny. It wouldn't be a and good end to a serious no, movie. We all said that we would watch it. We did, as a stupid movie. <laughs> but that's what they do in, in Supernatural. They literally hold a mirror up to Bloody Mary, and she haunts herself to death. <laughs> but... That's not what happened to the entity, though. It's not. But I thought that's what was going to happen, and I was like, oh my god, wow. if he kills himself. And then he, like, forms his arm into a blade, and I thought he was going to stab it into his chest, and I was getting real annoyed. But then I was very, very pleased with how it how it ended up progressing. So I will say, I apologize to you, movie. I judged you too harshly, and what you ended up doing was pretty great and pretty it, creative. It was kind of like another thing from the cafeteria photo burning. Yeah. Like, Bird starts crumpling the Polaroid... And the entity starts crumpling up into a ball. But it's also breaking the two fingers on her right hand that got stuck in the picture. Yeah. So she's like, ah! She's crumpling it and it's breaking her hand. And Yeah, it was... I really, really enjoyed that scene. Um, I, I also appreciated that they like they stuck to their guns. And like her, her finger was in that scene and it got crushed. It I wrote, get him, bird. <laughs> With sure an exclamation did. mark. <laughs> yeah. And then... After she crumples it, he starts doing the creepy crawl. Yeah, he does. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't need to see this. But I did, because I can't look away. Yeah. (laughs) So then she... uh, Now, here's the part that annoyed me. Mm -hmm. Zippo lighters never freaking work right in these movies. Except that one time. Where it did work right. Yeah, at the cafeteria. It's always like at the penultimate moment, and they're trying to flick it, and like the stupid Zippo just won't light. If you put fluid in it, it's going to light in the first try. Yeah. A little bit of maintenance, your Zippo won't fail you. Yeah. And they have lifetime warranties. They do. We also don't advertise for them. We could, though. <laughs> but Give we could. Call. I would love to, because Zippos are great. They're great. <laughs> and she lights it on fire, and it burns her fingers, but it also burns the entity, and it's all like, blah, and then it turns to <laughs> ash. And yeah, then, then they've, they save the day, although I'm not really sure how they explain that there's a cop torn in half, 
and how they explain that their friend in the prison cell was stabbed through the chest and the door was still locked from the outside. Uh, I, I also wrote here, okay, it doesn't matter which story was true, although I believe the cop story about what actually happened, but as far as the curse of the Polaroid goes, no matter which way was true, I still would have thought it would have ended with his death. If he really did hurt Rebecca, and that's why she killed herself, then killing him would have ended it. And if he was really the last one that got away from a psychopathic serial killer, it would have ended. But he, I think the the thing is, is that his spirit continued to be a psychopathic murderer, and so he just wanted to kill all the people. So it depends on which lore takes, pre- or which rule takes precedent. Is it the rule that he has unfinished business, and until he finishes that business, he won't be free from whatever curse he has then you're right it should have ended with him or if the rule that whatever picture or whoever his uh, picture is taken with his haunted camera gets killed then it wouldn't have it would have then continued on with the rest of the people until they died and then presumably it would have been over or just that he's an evil entity and it never would have been over because it never would have broken the curse because he is the curse himself or that let's write a letter to dead by daylight and see if they'll make him one of the serial killers mm. that be actually super fun. That would, that would be, pretty, be creepy. That would be pretty creepy. <laughs> you can take pictures of your teammates to get them killed first. Let's add bird. and <laughs> That would be awesome. <laughs> I would start on immediately just... <laughs> immediately. I would burn the totem for us. It'll start together. <laughs> take a picture of the other three people that are on Just run team. away going, hey, sucker. <laughs> Include Connor and bird as nude characters, too. Yeah, there you go. As nude characters? <laughs> well... <laughs> That'd be all right. They're, uh, they're both pretty good-looking people. <laughs> but, uh... Also, we don't advertise for Dead by Daylight, but... We could. We could. We really I would could. love to. <laughs> uh, Bird throws the Polaroid into the... I, I don't know where she lives. It's not California. No. It's cold wherever she is. Like, super cold. It's Seattle. by the coast. In a large Maybe body Seattle. of water. Freaking Casey had to throw in like a cheap joke at the end. I missed it. Like, or ignored it. Remind me not to photobomb anymore. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. they're like, oh, no. <laughs> yes, only five people are dead. <laughs> 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 and then it tore him in half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's basically it. Yeah. yeah, it is. But I guess that's all I had. Yeah. But I, I want to say more things about it. I wonder if she keeps that picture that she took of Connor, and then, like, whenever they're married in, you know, 20 years, she's like, oh, by the way, I was actually taking your picture, and then I lied to you about it. In 20 <laughs> years? Like, 20 years down the line. Like, she Too doesn't long. tell them right after they're <laughs> they married. they get married in 20 years, I'm like, are they waiting until they're 36 <laughs> to do that? It's a long courtship. <laughs> Assuming they're, like, 16 or something. Well, well, you know, maybe she wants to finish journalism school and travel the world a little before they get married. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> 20 years? <laughs> so four more... Four more years for... No, no, Two more years for high school. And then you figure probably about four years for college. That's six years. So that gives you eight years. Fourteen years to travel the world. No, I'm sorry. You said 20 years. So 14 years to travel the world. That's a lot of traveling. (laughs) Multiple times over, probably. Um, I think what I wanted to say was, Catherine Prescott, if you end up in our neighborhood, I'd like to take you out to dinner, please. She won't know what neighborhood that is because we change it every time we talk about it. If she shows up around somewhere, I'll let her know. Wow. If she emails us and like, okay. where is that exactly? I will tell her. Now you're okay. being creepy. <laughs> that's an invitation. That is an open invitation. Uh... That's, that, that's like leaving it up to fate. <laughs> she doesn't have to go. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll let you know where you are. <laughs> that was the creepy part. <laughs> I'll let you know when you're close because I'll be watching. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess I was assuming she would use our the podcast email. Maybe, oh, okay. To be like. <laughs> Also, you said if you're going to be in an area, so she, literally anytime she goes anywhere, she's going to message you and be like, so I'm going out today to go grocery shopping. I'm going to be in wherever. <laughs> right. I'm going to be in this borough today. Grocery you shopping. <laughs> so I, I maintain my offer is not creepy at all. Uh-huh. It's just oh, very, very God. vague and require a lot of work on her part. It is so, vague at the moment, mostly because I don't believe it'll ever happen. But If it did, it would be a great story. Just saying. It would. Maybe one of the best. Vic, what was your favorite part? My favorite part was the scene where they set the Polaroid on fire. I really liked it. was totally unexpected. Did not go... No part of it actually went the way that I thought it would. And I actually really appreciated that. Although, one thing that I'll say that I guess I'm, I think is kind of dumb now looking back in retrospect. But I honestly don't know if I like or dislike the fact that she didn't heal with the picture. Well, I, I actually believe that was an important part of the movie because I wondered about that too. Yeah. Because her friend got burnt mm-hmm. and the picture healed, but she didn't. Yes. It was very important in the end when she crumpled it up and it popped back out, but the creature didn't. Mm-hmm. The entity. Mm, that's true. Okay. Okay. That's an important right. point of order. But yes, I did like that a lot. That was great. Okay. Vic? Nope. Max? Uh, what are we doing? Favorite part. Favorite part. Uh, I liked the arm burning scene. Because this movie was rather tropey in some respects. Mm. Can I help you? Did you just pick the same scene that he did but framed in a different way? <laughs> I mean, we can have we the can same have favorite the same scene. Part and just, you made it seem like it was a novel thing. Just sometimes like... you nod your head and you make noises that make me think that you're listening, but I realize that you're actually just playing marching tunes in your head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But it's fine. It really is fine. We can both have the same favorite part. Well, not <laughs> just before. not just that part, but just anytime the pictures are manipulated. Okay, I liked. Yes, because that was rather original. Well, I mean, even that's been done before, but this was a good twist on it. So what a twist! What a twist! And like we said before, we don't have to have a favorite scene. We can have a favorite thing about the movie. So yeah, that was my favorite thematic thing. Thingomatic thing. Thingomatic. I liked that the dog didn't die. <laughs> Presumably. I'm listening intently. That's it. That's the end. Okay. Um, okay. Vic, what was your least favorite part? My least favorite part. Your LFP. <sighs> My least favorite part was probably the fact that they could have tried a little harder to convince the cop of what they were talking about. Like, they could have been like, here, watch the shadow in this picture and any single one of them could have gotten their picture taken and it would have moved from the group to that single or from him to that person in that single picture and would have at least been like, that's weird. But like, I don't know, I feel like they didn't really try all that hard with him. They could have set the picture on fire again. (laughs) That would have been good. We're just going to burn a little part of your pinky. That's all. Just hold it out. But, yeah, so okay. I, I feel like they didn't really try all that hard to convince the cop. They were like, come on. Oh, come on. Okay. All right. And they left. 
Clearly, you won't budge on this. Okay. Max, what was your least favorite part? My least favorite part was that they didn't really try to convince the cop <laughs> that well. <laughs> uh, my least favorite part was the Zippo not lighting mm. properly at the end of the movie. Okay. That's huh. so overdone. It's another it really trope. Is. Seriously, like I feel like we should write a trope board and we should start keeping track. Like It should be a tick mark for... I saw a crappy movie about like bugs in the sewers under New York or something, right? And the guy <laughs> cut loose like a bunch of natural gas to try and blow the bugs up, and he's got a Zippo, right? Mm-hmm. And there's gas pouring into the room, and the bugs are coming, and he's trying to light it, but it won't light. But it's sparking. <laughs> and it doesn't set the gas off. Of course not. So we he throws the zipper down instead. and like, takes a pickaxe and like rakes it on the grate and makes a spark and that blows up the gas. It's like the director was like, this is awesome. This is so cool. I know. People were watching it like, yeah, man, this is cool. And not a single one of them was like, so wait, the sparking lighter doesn't work. So he takes a less efficient way to make spark and that, that works. Okay. The, the, the thing that sparks <laughs> and makes the Zippo light doesn't light another medium of whatever. But anyway, that was my least favorite part. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Kitty? My least favorite part is the fact that they changed the story about the the entity, like how he became the entity a million times. Yeah. I don't know. I just like... It wasn't necessary. It was unnecessary. So unnecessary. I guess they just needed to fill a little bit more time, but I don't know. Needed a twist, yeah. But, um, okay, what was the scariest part for you, Vic? The scariest part for me, whew, there was nothing in this movie that really freaked me out, but probably for me, the part that made me the most uncomfortable was um, the part where she was up in the attic and we first see it like kind of a little bit behind the curtain and it's breathing and moving the curtain back and forth and making that creepy noise. Okay. Okay. Next. I'm torn between when it rips the sheriff's picture in half. Hmm. Because that would be quite scary. Because I think the sheriff actually did believe what was going on. And he started feeling it. Like, ugh. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're in such a bad position there. Also, have you ever tried to rip a Polaroid? It's really hard. They're tough. But it's it also, a thing. Yeah, it was also a curse-powered entity. Anger-powered entity. I don't know. Um, I was torn between that or the creepy crawling at the end. Mm. With the crumpled up entity. Crumpled up creepy crawler? That sounds yeah. like a song. <laughs> Creepy the crawling. quadruple C. Creepy crawling of the crumpled ent- entity. <laughs> My, the scariest part for me was the first time that we heard the entity. Like. Yeah. <clears throat> the whole, it's yeah. so uncomfortable. Like, it's just. Ugh. And it's not like a scary sound. It's just a weird sound that, like, you can't possibly attribute it to anything but something awful and creepy and weird. Guys, I gotta tell you something. Mm-hmm. You know that noise from the ring? That high-pitched Ugh, squealing noise? Ugh. Yeah. My water pipes in my house have taken <laughs> up making that noise. <laughs> like, when I flush the toilet upstairs, I can hear it downstairs like a high-pitched <laughs> whistle. And I don't care for it at all. Where's groans? It goes... <laughs> <laughs> it is rather annoying. Um, I think the most efficient way to resolve that is to burn your house down. <laughs> I was going to say, tear out all the piping. And when the insurance goes, why did you do this? And they'd be like, listen. <laughs> this is the sound it was making. <laughs> okay, go, we'll pay it all. Uh, yep. Then just get close to them and go. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine hearing that every time you have to poop. 
The insurance adjuster will be like, yep, that happened to me too. I understand. All right, you got it, man. Burn my whole house down. Goes down to the very bottom and takes that box. <laughs> if your house ever catches fire, they're going to come back to this and be like, he did it himself. Yeah, arson, <laughs> uh, accident, or creepy sound. Creepy sound. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Uh, That's worse than smoke damage, man. You can't get that out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so overall rating for the movie. Whoever wants to go first. Eight out of ten. Ooh, I was actually going to give it pretty high, too. I liked it. It was... I mean, nothing's really original, but they had a lot of good spins on stuff in this movie. So, I liked it. I'm going to give it 8.5 out of 10. If this is the price is right, I would win. Oh, my turn? Okay. I thought you were going to give more um, reasoning behind that. Um, I think I liked it because it's not super, like, not a thing that was super original, but it has <laughs> Why did you have to get him going? Like, <laughs> my bad. I just, I was trying not to interrupt, and then I made I it worse. I feel so pretty much the same way Max does. It's, it's a good movie. It's nothing in this is completely new, but it's redone in a way that's interesting enough. So um, it's fine. I'm actually going to rate it a little lower than you guys. I'm going to give it a seven. Ooh, not bad. My biggest frustration with it was the fact that there was, like, no blood. Hmm. Like, I don't like gory movies. I'm not a big fan. But there should have been blood in a lot of those scenes, and there just wasn't. Yeah, it kind of feels yeah. like whenever you go back to play Mortal... Like, one of the Mortal Kombat's for the Super Nintendo, and, like, you go into the settings and you turn blood off. It feels like someone, like, went into the settings of this movie and just hit the chick tick mark for turning hit the blood. Chick? Hit, hit the, the chick? Hit the chick. Well, yeah, I mean, they hit the chick multiple times in this movie. But just, like, that tick box, they're like, click, and turn the blood effects off, and now when yeah. we watch it, there's, like, nobody bleeds. And I don't know if that was for ratings, or if it was just because that was a lot to animate. I don't know, but I was just annoyed about I'll be above, that. Really. I have to go back and watch. I feel like there might have been a dribble of blood when Devin got stabbed through the door. And when Tyler died, there was a little bit. Yeah, yeah there was, like, a splash onto the projector. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, that was it, basically, of what they did for blood. It wasn't and... it. That was a different movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's in it. fancy. <laughs> he was actually in it. Yeah, he was. <laughs> Javier. Javier Botet. Botet. In it. Um, <laughs> Javier Bardem. His character from No Country Old Men. No in Country every f- movie. <laughs> in it. Just going into the sewer. <laughs> Do you think you're some kind of a clown? <laughs> Him, I always get him and like the guy that played John Winchester mixed yeah. up. I know that we've had that conversation. Oh, they before. are. They have similar faces. They have yeah. similar features. Rugged, uh, especially when they both have facial hair. They look mm. very similar. But can, can we just imagine that character though in like other movies where it's like really not violent or horror? Mm, yeah. Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've They're not having seen... sex in the car, and he blows the lock off the car. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie, so I don't. No Country for Old Men. I haven't seen that. Movie. Oh. I was going to say, you never saw Titanic? No, I did see Titanic. I believe that Vic hasn't seen Titanic the whole way through. No, my dad was it's... really concerned about letting me, like, corrupting me as a child. So he <laughs> let me watch the part where people get brutally murdered by the ship, which I assume is what happened. Sunk, and it's horrifying and terrible. But he didn't want to wa- want me to watch the movie because it had boobs. So but he I... let you watch Event Horizon. <laughs> but he let me, because it had the guy from Jurassic Park. That's all I had to say. Sure Starring fine. the guy from Jurassic Park. <laughs> all I had to say was, Dad, this has the guy from Jurassic Park. And I, oh, okay. <laughs> and then I watched it on my own in our house by myself. All right. Scary rating. Where I live. We're doing more ratings? Yeah. 
Mm. Um, do we not want to do a scary rating? That's fine. We don't have to. Five out of ten. Six out of ten. Seven out of ten. <laughs> we made all those numbers up right now on the spot without thinking about it. It, it wasn't particularly horrifying. But there were parts like the noise it made, the creepy yeah. crawling... Uh, I was happy to be back to an actual horror movie after... I knew you would. Midsummer <laughs> and Predators and... What did we do before that? Mummy. The Mummy. It was nice to be back to an actual horror movie. I can't watch Midsummer again. I want to. Really? I just felt drugged after I watched it. <laughs> I think you're supposed to. I think that's to. the point. Yeah, you're supposed to feel really weird. Uh, I was very lightheaded, but... <laughs> Uh, I had a movie picked and then I forgot because it's my pick this week, right? I believe so. I believe so. I was going to actually pick Hereditary, but I decided that I wasn't going to do that to you so soon after Midsummer. Mm. Um, Mama. We just talked about it. We did, but I don't... Mama does look scary. It does. And you haven't seen that one yet, right? I have not. You have not seen that one yet, right? Mama? Yeah. Or did we watch that together? We watched it together, like, literally... Literally? Seven, six years ago. Before you pick a movie, Kitty, yeah. what's the scariest movie you ever saw? There had to be one that scared the absolute blitz out of you. Um, blitz and- One that really did scare the shit out of me was Rose Red, but I'm not going to pick that because it's six hours long. Ugh, I know. Yeah, let's watch Mama. Mama! <laughs> I'm sorry, I just got that meme. <laughs> With experience this time. I'm sorry. Did you say mama? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I guess tune in next week to listen to our rambling, shambling review of mama. Mama. And thanks for listening. This yeah. has been Hounds of Horror. That's all. Yeah. That's it. It's, it was like a, a big build up. This has been Hounds of Horror. Bye. <laughs> Bye.